ready for the the podcast. How are you doing, Heather? I'm doing I'm doing good actually. Life is yeah. finally moving along. Amazing. Bo, okay. The little puppy has opened yes. his eyes now. Wonderful. Ooh. And I sit with him on my chest and he's already I have to say he's already almost as big as I remember Gertie being. Okay, right, because it's a yeah. what Giant. kind of dog is it again? It's a great Pyrenees, which lends itself to being big, and then a, a purebred German Shepherd. So we don't, Princess is like half a different kind of Pyrenees, so he's like big. Welcome to the Chunky Peanut Butter Podcast. It's chunky, it's smooth. It's no longer just a spread you put on toast or bread. It's a podcast with your host, Heather, and your co-host, Ben. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Chunky Peanut Butter Podcast. As always, I am so pumped that you are here for us. This week, Ben and I chitty chat, and we come up to some topics I never really thought we would discuss, but hey, that's becoming the norm around here. We share puppies, we share poop talk, and we share a common love for all of you. So make sure you follow along on social media at Chunky Peanut Butter and follow the podcast on your listening preferred platforms, your preferred listening platforms. Give us a review, ask some questions, take part in some of our polls and have an amazing, wonderful day talking about the podcast with your friends. Now we're going to get into it immediately. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, she, she's only like fourteen pounds. Yeah, he's he's probably not he's probably not actually fourteen pounds yet, but I he feels hefty already, and I feels kind of bad for him Amazing. because he just he just opened his eyes, which is really awesome because I you know we're not going to just announce it, but we did name him Bo, and that was the name we gave him, and we've fallen in love. But I sit there with him on my chest and I just I hold his little paws and now he looks at me and I look at him. But um, Great Pyrenees have like kind of saggy faces and oh, yeah. he already has wrinkles like his face. He already has extra skin on his face and his eyes have just opened, but they're already drooping. <laughs> oh, so I, I will start sharing more pictures. I just, I've been like hesitant because I don't want to just be like, yeah, we're doing it. But you know right. how it is. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. It's always so tough. You don't want to jinx anything, you know, like you don't want to, there's always all that conversation around like, when's too early to tell people something like, yes, like, oh, you know, you can't. And some things I, I even adhere to, right? Like if I were to ever, you know have a kid like there's all kinds of conventions around like when is it the right time to tell people how deep into the pregnancy what are the superstitions like you gotta wait till they're like at least 10 years old before yeah 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 yeah, formally acknowledge your child (laughs) yeah let them know this is my this is (laughs) my kid they're in baseball now we were outside with the horses hanging out talking about, and I, I had like picked him up and I actually said this today. I was like, Oh, my, my buddy, Ben and shadow, my buddies, Ben and shadow 
like mm-hmm. he's almost as big as their dog. And I was like, yeah. And when I go visit Ben and Shadow, we would always go to the dog park with Gertie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, it's really important, hypothetically, if we, you know, if he's ours, that he would have to be really well socialized. And then I was like daydreaming about like, we would finally have a dog and then we could go do dog owner things together. Lovely. Yes. um, Walk, Walk them, pick up their poop, throw a ball, have them run after it. If they come bring it back, great. If they don't bring it back, you just go get it. Exactly. It's very liberal. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's fetching. Yeah. Someone's fetching the ball. My dog gets the dog equivalent of a participation trophy at any possible opportunity. I can give her one. I coddle that little gal. She, if she's not moving fast enough, guess what happens? She gets picked up and then carried where I need to go at the speed I need to go. (laughs) She's like your, she is like your in shadows child though. As soon as, cause I remember before you got very a dog, much so, yes. you were very not so pet people and I, you never like mocked us for rain doing nope. things. But, but then as soon as you guys got Gertie, it was like, you were, it was suckers. Not, nothing oh, I'll personal, be honest but... with you. No, no. I understand what you're saying. I, yeah, I didn't have a pet. I hadn't had a pet in a long, long time until we got this dog. And it's my first, I'd say, real adult pet. And uh, it, yeah, changed me. Changed me. Uh, it did. Tough. I was there, too, which is for everybody listening. I was there. Yes. Heather literally was, were you present the day we picked up the dog? I think so. We gone shortly... with you. Yes. We gone with you guys to Sudbury area. Yes, we were in Sudbury. Yes. I just and I, I think, think we met her and then I got her. We got the puppy, and then we all reconvened. Anyway, yes. you definitely like, met we, her oh, yeah, the same day that we got her. Yeah, like, we, were, we got a tour of Sudbury from Shadow's dad. Yes. Yes. We were hanging out. Yes. So, so it you will might be, be joining dog life. All right. I think so. I mean, the good Baby, news is don't jinx no matter how big he is, mm-hmm. um, we want him to be really good because he's going to have Kitty Rain, who's obviously going to be in charge. And yes, course, because I still may be like in a van, not full time, but I'll be traveling and even Kitty, like for <laughs> Kitty Rain, Kitty Rain comes everywhere with me usually right. so like yeah. even in the summer even more so now so even in the summer if ryan and i were out at the beach she was usually out there like tied to a picnic table just chilling in the shade with us so a dog it just makes a lot more sense to also have a dog with us so i think gertie little tiny gertie can now have like a huge friend who is gonna be like trained to be around little things amazing amazing like that's a, good a well-versed dog well, and also Gertie's pretty good about keeping dogs away from her if they yeah. are a little bit too enthusiastic. So I look forward to it. It's going to be great. Um, yeah. But uh, how, how are you doing, Ben? What's up with you? Well, I don't know what the weather's doing up where you are, but where I am in Toronto, the weather is bizarrely good today. Yes, uh, it's for hot. For April 13th. Yes, it is 30 degrees Celsius on my balcony right now, which is good. It's good. I am enjoying it and it is good, but I am also aware that we're in Canada. We're in Ontario and there's still April and May to go. And that 
this isn't going to be what April and May are like all the time. It's going to go the other direction. It might go very far the other direction. We might still see snow. Again. You know what? It is actually next week. So Ryan and I had just said, you know, we're going to start turning our attention back to the van for our Eastern trip that we're trying mm. to do like May long weekend ish. Awesome. And I was like, we could just get out there and start doing it now. Like paint will dry. Things will dry. Apparently next week it is calling for snow, though it's only supposed to go down to six, down to six in what? April. That's crazy. Uh, How is that not rain? I don't yeah, get the but it, it. It had the picture of a snow. I don't know what the weather's doing. I like global warming doesn't necessarily mean warmer. It just it's they should just call it global screwing up. I think they have changed it to like climate change. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Climate is changing. Because I think that same thing is happening where the number and intensity of tropical storms, all kinds of different weather phenomena is increasing year over year to the tune that like, again, are we back in? (laughs) We haven't even started (laughs) the episode and we're maybe. We just started there. But like, I. I honestly believe we're going to see some pretty like wild stuff within our lifetimes based entirely around weather patterns. Like, is it not true? And this is not educated. I am not an expert in any way, form. But is it not true that the oceans are going to rise and swallow up large portions of the coastline within like the next 50 years? Well, I even, yeah, I think oceans are rising. Africa is, parts are flooding and then parts are droughting. So like, and this is all in our lifetime. Like we're, I can't, I just think about like being a kid in the early nineties, mid nineties. And they were like, this is how the world's going to be like, go to school, get a job, live in a house and like have all these things. And then it's like, they like 15, 20 ish years later, we're screwed. There's no way we can do any of that. They lied to us so badly. And now we're like, like, we're not even lying to the kids. We're just like, well, you're, you're fucked. Sorry, kids. You're yeah, screwed. Yeah. It, it's too far now. It's interesting. It's like we, we inherited a problem that's so far gone that we don't feel ownership with it. Uh, and then that's like a, almost like a circular thing that has happened and will continue happening until I guess the whole thing gets snuffed out. I think we are actually either hit the year, uh, like a guest trajected estimated. What's the word? Uh, or we are just about to hit the year where we've gone too far. Mm-hmm. I, I, like I remember mm-hmm. as a kid, they were like, we need to get this together and we need to get our act together or we're going to or we're going to screw the environment up. I think that date is like either with was within the last five years or is coming up like we're like we're, we're close to, to it point. and we're not doing the things that we need yeah, to do. Yeah, like we can't well past save it. it. We're done. Right. Yeah. We're going to kill ourselves, which is <laughs> is like true. the joke of humanity, because like anybody that gets too arrogant and too full of themselves and too lofty falls. Sure. But I also think to a degree that this is inevitable. If you look at it from like a cosmic scale, like the world is finite. There is only so much in the world. Eventually, we would exhaust all resources and have to leave like via space shuttle, like like in all those great 
Well, I, well we're not going to see that, Heather. And, we got a long destroy, time before. I, well, we don't I have firmly to blow believe it up on our way out. <laughs> that we are not. Oh, no. I feel like humans do not deserve space travel. Like, I feel like we do not. We messed up this planet. We shouldn't get another one. Like, like. All the other species. Yeah, we we're stuck here. Like, if there is, like, we should just close the space. If there is an alien out there listening to this podcast, Uh because obviously this is the podcast that gets through to them. This is the one they put Uh, in the time capsule. Yeah, yeah. Don't let us. Don't let us off. Make us like learn our lesson and then like leave it to the octopuses. The octopuses. (laughs) Leave it. Well, that's the thing. Sharks. Sharks and alligators and dragonflies and chickens have seen it all we're old True. news to them True. <laughs> not, yeah. not, not i mean not that they're chickens. not they yeah and not that they live oh you're talking about like velociraptors through to the yeah. chicken ancestors. like these species it, i mean sharks were just sharks man like whatever they're doing they did it and they were like no i'm just gonna chill <laughs> like For sure yeah no the entirety of we're the good. human species and all these other species you do your thing i'm just gonna chill and tortoises they're like no we're good we're good here i think it's rad how long tortoises live you know like i i think that's awesome i want that for everything i know like there's like tortoises they're like it's wild to think there are tortoises out there that like they're on their second or third human yeah, that's you know crazy. I mean? Parents like, too. Yeah, like they yeah, live over yeah, like hundred years. You're inheriting this pet from your parents who got it when they were a kid from their parents. Like it just you are inheriting the pet is like an heirloom pet. And that's got yeah. a real I like that. As someone that has a little dog and you're about to get a little dog, I am obsessed with like how long can I make this dog's time span? Like how yeah. how can she live the longest life possible for a dog? It's true, actually. I don't want to sound super morbid and make us all cry, but like sweet kitty rain, we got her when she was like a year old. Like I knew you before I had rain, and right. I just realized she's like gotta be about 13 now, and that's like the bottom a- of some cat's lifespan. Thankfully, her health is good. She's good. Like, she's still kicking. But I did have a terrible, terrible moment of, like, beauty and this and that when I was holding Bo. Because Mm -hmm. in my mind, I was like, I saw, so I, he's the only puppy. We fostered puppies growing up. So there was, I counted 26 puppies born in my house through various dogs as I was fostering. And I was never there when any of them were being born. I was there, like, a few hours after or, like. Like they were in my house, but I was usually at a theater or shows or friend's house. But Bo was the only one that by the time Heather, other Heather, had been like, she's having another puppy. I ran upstairs and his little butt, he was backwards. So it was just his butt, his tail and his two legs sticking out of princesses. Well, it's not her butt. That's not where puppies come from. But uh, like, so I saw his butt first, which is very sweet. And then I was holding him and I was like, now your eyes are open. And like, I had this moment of like, you're going to grow up and like, I'm going to be sitting with you potentially in like 10 years. And I'm going to see you be a teenager dog. And then like, there's going to be that time. Like I could potentially know this dog the entirety from the second it's little butt came into the earth. 
to the second, I can't even say it. To the second, its butt leaves the earth. Yeah, yeah, and that's that was an amazing thing. But then it's like, if I got a parent now, I would literally have to be like, maybe I should have a kid so that there's someone like, who do I leave this parent to? Like, it's almost like a cruel (laughs) joke. I do not think that should be the reason you pull a trigger on getting a kid. Uh, Is someone (laughs) getting a kid? Someone to keep the parent company for you pass is a bad planning uh well they've got to have some use right <laughs> yeah, just, don't yeah, get the... yeah yeah don't get the parrot if it's like i also got to get a kid you know kicker little, yeah, little yeah, side kid to support fair. this parrot no uh, and ryan does funny. not like birds oh i don't like birds either 100 I... anti-bird i like the idea i knew a rescue crow or he wasn't a rescue crow i knew a crow named Great. charlie i may have talked to you cool. about this I before yeah, he, I liked him. He'd walked into a fire, which says a lot about crows, and his name was Charlie. And he would just follow us around and go, Charlie! And you're like, yep, you're Charlie. But I loved him, so I really would rather, like, a rescue. Oh, that's fun. Like a, that's a fun. dark Disney princess kind of thing. Sure, sure. And if you've had good experiences with birds, then, hey, that might be a different scenario. For me, they're like little aliens. Like, I yes, do not little. understand their vibe. They have creepy little nails on the end of their creepy little legs. Uh, they don't have arms. They have arms, right? So, but like, technically, that's their arm and hand creep shows. Yeah. Uh, and they got those, you know, because of that, they got weird bones, like hollow bones. So yeah. they're both fragile and, and very fast and beaks. Also, Sharp I've been mouths? who hasn't been attacked by birds. Birds are insane. If they think they can get you to do something, they attack you. They are like, smarter than us, I think. I disagree. I disagree. No, well, some I of them give are like a birds that they totally will. They're like birds. little velociraptors. So they they just sit and they stare at you, and they're so scary looking. Which is weird though, because Ryan scary. had chickens. So oh, like, yeah, he had he chickens does, and he loved them. A, Oh, okay. Doesn't that's make surprising. sense to me. Yeah. I don't get a bird, please. No, I know I won't. Get I so would like, rather get like a squirrel or a skunk. I do have a question for you. So okay. at 26 puppies, it feels like are you sure it was a foster situation or is it more like 101 puppies? Oh, thankfully oh. it was a foster situation. They that's had wild. one because it was over like multiple dogs. So the first dog a border collie had 11 puppies at once and it was did, like how do you do they just give you a puppy or like do they give you a dog and do they say the dog's pregnant when they give you the dog and it'll need to have its puppies with you yes we were really lucky and my mom was really liberal i guess as kids like there was a lot of puppy poop we had an extra they had like an entire bedroom but yeah we we wanted a dog <laughs> And that's the thing. We wanted a dog as a kid, but we didn't have like a ton of money. And we were always animal lovers. So my mom was like, well, why don't we foster? And then she was home because of her health. And then she had the two kids. So she was like, well, I could take a pregnant dog because it's harder to find them fosters. And they don't want the puppies born like in the shelter because they're not humanized right away. And then there's also Parvo. So it's better for the dog to be like in a home. So we didn't know she was going to have 11 puppies. But we were like, yeah, let's let's take this dog in. And then she did have 11 puppies. And it was so cute because, like, we obviously had to sh- shuffle them around on teats. And there was, like, the runt 
and the biggest one were the two worst. Like the runt would get the big one to do things. So we called it a puppy flood because literally we would barricade them into a room. But so the mom could get in and out, but the puppies couldn't. So there was like a board up and they would team up the runt and the big guy, knock the board down, and then the puppies would come. But like you can only grab like maybe two puppies under each arm. Okay. And yeah. you're having to put the puppies back in the room and they're like flowing over the barricade. Right there. You while you're, have to get you've got two up. puppies going back in, there's like three puppies coming out. Yeah. It was adorable, That's but insane. It was so cute. Um, but then we got another dog, Emma, that we actually kept her. And, but she had six puppies. And then while we had her, we got another dog. But they all they all went away. So I was really good at seeing puppies and then they would go to be adopted. But it was like really nice and rewarding to to, to know that I helped all those puppies. Yeah, that's awesome. A that's lot of really which cool. are probably dead by now because that. <laughs> no, wow, don't do that. Don't do immediately that was like, oh, this lovely thing. Uh-oh. Yeah, that was so long ago. <laughs> all those dogs have probably like get out of here man i'm a monster but we did have um we did get at one point there were four baby three baby raccoons five kittens and four baby squirrels but three didn't make it so rosie the red squirrel we ended up having her the longest so smart like could get out of her cage no matter what we did and you'd be across the house and she'd like pop up on the computer desk back when there was one desk in the house that had a computer (laughs) Of course, of course. Uh, and that made me wish I had a squirrel, like friend forever. And that is wild. You mentioned that there. Yeah, you're right. Like, had one desk and one computer, and if you needed to use the computer at the computer desk, like you, you, everyone shared it. It didn't seem to be much of a problem. Now I can't imagine. You imagine having a single computer in a home. People would start killing each other. Oh, like they would. One computer per person now, right? Like that's basically yeah. your, once you're a certain age, everyone needs at least some kind of computer. You do even but mine when we grew up, didn't need it at all. But we hardly you you hardly did anything on it, and there wasn't much to do. Like I have my laptop's dying, yeah, and Ryan's right. been like, Oh, you can use mine. And I'm like, No, I can't use yours. That's like personalized to you. You know that I can't possibly like right, operate right. on another computer. But we we were looking up um what ask Jeeves. Does anybody remember Ask Jeeves when you like I remember you, Ask Jeeves? You had a question. So it was baby Google, but we were just confirming it and it was like 1996. Ask Jeeves came around, and then because I'm a nerd, I Googled it. <laughs> mm, mm. Uh, and Google bought the domain from them around like 98-ish or something. So Ask Jeeves did sort of become Google, but that's why you have to pose everything like a question. Well, you don't have to Interesting. You don't have to, but you would. Like, how You would I- have to. Yeah, that was, I know. How many people have we boggled your mind? How many listeners did we boggle your mind that this was a thing? Or are you like, yeah, that's how I remember it. That's yeah, where I'm comfortable with. Jeeves. I think I because we you... got, we got some folks. Well, yeah, now we're going, we're going deep. Like we're, we're again, we talk about it every episode, almost every episode. We are alienating all 
of our younger viewer. Uh, well, that's in now, though. <laughs> like 90s yeah. fashion. Oh, We're 90s old fashion. enough to right. see ICQ stuff come stuff. back that we True. wore in that's high upsetting. school. That's very um, upsetting, though. What was it? Oh, right. Holly. Holly, the 15-year-old, was at a semi-formal, and they were playing, like, 80s and 90s classic rock. And, like, like all, like all way, not even our, like, not even cool in our um, time. No, I know. You mean, like, Nirvana's classic rock now, right? Blink-182, some Blink-182 is classic rock now. Green the Backstreet Day. Boys? Well, classic pop. Classic pop. Green Day, yes. man, I... It's true, because when I say I listen to classic rock, I don't even know what's classic classic. Or does it just become classic? I think, I, yeah, like I think we all, because rock didn't start existing, as we kind of call it, uh, separate from jazz until like 60s or 70s, right? Where yeah, that yeah. kind of became, or I guess. It was like no, rock and roll, yeah, classic, rock and roll. yeah, jazz. You know, it, it came it came into really jazz like? and rhythm and blues, and then wing, from, I guess, yeah, 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 from jazz and rhythm and blues, kind of came that rock style, uh, and then yeah, so like, it's only been around forever, but it, to your end, like we we kind of move the goalpost as we keep going, and this, yeah, what we consider classic rock, I think it just keeps growing and growing and growing. I wonder how young people now feel about things because like when i was in high school right i think we may have talked about something like this so when i was in high school i remember listening to 70s and 80s rock 60s rock i used to joke that i don't listen to any music that the person's still alive Uh, i i'm listening old music but like would that be today's teenager are they thinking that way about the 90s I think they, yeah. They, right? They have to. They, they have would to. because they wouldn't even know, like, I love, I don't even know if the Allman Brothers are classic rock or like yes, Simon Garfunkel were classic. not rock. They were more folk. But yeah, like I, I do have to catch myself when I, when I, when we say classic rock, I think the, the younger than millennial generation is thinking Blink-182 like sublime and this and that and i'm like no that's modern day rock i don't even know what is popular harry styles is popular like thank goodness taylor swift is still popular because she's been around for a long time now like justin bieber is a dirty old man miley cyrus has aged aged well though miley cyrus is amazing aged well uh her music is really great uh, if you get a chance i don't know if you have disney plus but if you get a chance she put out like almost a concert video uh, on Disney Plus, where she kind of goes through her recent Flowers album, and it's all very well shot. It's basically her telling little stories about the songs and then performing them seemingly on her own property while like photographed in like high res, good lighting, very stylish. Uh, really, if you get a chance, I would recommend it. Uh, solid stuff and great to put on on the background in the background if you've got people around too. Oh, that's very cool. I do not have Disney Plus, but I do want it. I do like some of the stuff that they put out. I actually, one of the things I was going to bring up, interesting, and it fits in because it's very retro. There is a documentary on Netflix, Where's uh, Pepsi, Where's My Jet? Okay, I have not watched it yet, but I have been staring at this title. 
Have you watched it's really, it? I, I did watch it and yeah, I was debating okay. if I was going to do a spoiler, but it's in 1995. Uh, now, the commercial in Canada actually had a disclaimer in it, but the commercial in the U.S. did not. And so it was really cool because they were talking about advertising in the 90s and Pepsi's game and the Cola Wars. And it was basically when they had the Pepsi points, which I do remember. I do remember that too. Yeah. They had all these things. And for seven, it was 7 million in the US. And in Canada, it was 700 million points. You could get a Harrier jet. And basically, this one guy, when he was 20 at the time, decided that he was going to do this. And he got his like rich friend to invest. And okay, so wait, I got the point. We should call out that like you're about to stuff uh, before we go because I do want to hear more about it. But heads up, spoiler alert! Yeah, spoiler, spoiler. Well, it's it's really good until like the whole thing pretty much keeps it to the same. Like I don't think this will ruin it. I just won't tell you if he gets the jet or or not. Okay, so he tries to get a jet. He tries to get a jet, and Pepsi does not like it, and it it just goes into a lot about like advertising and the whole thing with Pepsi that they keep talking about, like from the first episode in is that like no reasonable person would believe that you could get this. So it it is interesting because it's like now companies have to put a lot more disclaimers in things. Like you can't just make an offer and assume nobody's going to shoot for it. Right. You have to, you have to state that if it's a ridiculous, obtuse item, it needs to explicitly be called it cannot be won. Someone yes. will try to hold your feet to the fire. Yeah, basically they have it. to be accountable. It is really interesting because there was also an Abercrombie and Fitch documentary, which was basically they're just prejudice. They're, they're they, yeah, they're just like like not a good company. But I could have told I could have told you that being like an overweight teen in school, I could have told right. you they were judgy wudgies. Yeah. No, I I've never once successfully purchased an item from Abercrombie being Fitch, so uh, I hear you. I don't think they carry anything that would fit around my left fucking leg. It's, no, and that's the whole point of the store. Yeah, yeah it's wild. It's a wild store. It's, 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 it's terrible. Crazy. But yeah, I guess because this does remind me of like the 80s and 90s growing up, because nowadays it's like thankfully becoming really cool and hip to like be accepting and to be open but in the 90s, it was all about, like, being cool and, like, very elite. And, like, you had to be in, like, even before Mean Girls, you had to be a certain kind of person to be cool. Yes. Or you were a cool or a jock or a nerd or a prep. And it was, mm-hmm. like, nowadays, you can just be everyone. And I, that's well, cool. I don't I think, is that true? Or is that just I, removed from it? I'm and not that's... sure, actually. That's what it looks like from the outside. I'm hoping. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody younger people listening, because I think what I I'm basing it all on um, the 15 year old that lives with us. And she's got a really great group of friends that are alternative. They play D&D after school. And, you know, like to be to be in the LGBTQ community is much more accepting. Like there's programs in her school about all of this and there's like it's Marvel movies kind of made it more acceptable to not be a jock like jock popularity was going down I believe 
and nerve popularity came up. But I wonder if it just like the pendulum just swung so that now if you're just a normal person, I don't like normal with quotes, like now, now maybe it's like, if you're not falling into some sort of minority, maybe you're bullied. I don't know. I don't, it's hard to say because I'm old and already trying to get out of society anyway. Yeah. I think what you're, if I could paraphrase what I think you're trying to add is like that there is the vibe of the type of thing that we used to get after people, like your physical appearance or making some sort of verbal flub in class or, you know, one that was like the kiss of death for me was like annually every year in elementary school. At some point I'd slip up and call the teacher mom. Oh God. Uh, I'm not laughing. I'm laughing yeah, with you. I know. <laughs> that you was should. not a normal thing. Should. But now you could get yeah. away with it. You'd be cool. I think there would be, at the very least, there, there would be a conversation around not mocking me for the next week to two weeks. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Usually when I'm talking to an authority figure, that's the way I would do it uh, in elementary school. But yeah, I, I, I hear you. I get the sense that that kind of dickheadery, that kind of petty nonsense that we used to get after one another when we were kids, I think that's kind of gone to the wayside. But I, I'm not 100% idea that there isn't still social stratification going on, that there isn't still in crowds, out crowds, you know, maybe not jocks, but I don't see a scenario in which people don't a little bit lord of the flies each other in high school, I guess is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I think, like, I mean, I guess always going to be popularity. They still do straight up. And maybe that's the thing, maybe social media has made it less of just a high school thing and more like in high school, you expect it, people to be finding their way, but it just carries on to like, maybe instead of just like, oh, high school bullies and this and that, and these different like jocks and nerds and this and that, it's just, there's, you have gatekeepers and mm -hmm. judgy people. And then you have people that are just doing their own thing. Yeah. And accepting yeah. people. Because it still happens. Like, I think I don't really thankfully have like haters on the internet, but every so often you get a keyboard warrior and maybe that's what it is. Maybe like bully. Well, yeah. And sadly, bullies are always going to bully. We are animals after all. Mm -hmm. We're going to we're going to fight for something. And since like traditional males of our species don't need to beat up other tradition, like you guys don't have to like bash your heads together to look cool. Uh, no, like no, we got to find some way. Yeah, we yeah. we're no longer headbutting each other with our horns. So like, yeah, you know, or beating your chest. Yeah, whacking each other with our penises or whatever. Like or birds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're not, you're not like, you know, like dicks. look at it. It's like my look at mine. Like oh, <laughs> I now understand where we stack up. Who's the next challenger? You know, like thankfully. We're not doing, but I agree, like, to a degree, it does feel somewhat like our society don't really allow you to be beyond that idea of, like, in crowd, out crowd, uh, be, you know, your, your perception of value. But again, I, I'm from a place of shittiness when I call this out, too, because in my mind, it's always superficial. And it's not always superficial. You can be super popular and absolute genuine, beautiful person. Yes, you know some popular people are, are nice, and they don't want to bully. Rocking it, yeah, yeah. 
And some nerds can be very judgy or classical True. nerds. I'm still so distracted by the whole the whole dick swinging thing because that actually Sorry. Brian and I have been having a very a conversation recently. Weird segue: the mini okay. horses because they don't wear pants, Dons. and when they get relaxed, their yeah. their penises like tuck in normally, and when they get relaxed, their penises just hang down. Okay. Uh, yeah. And Ryan, if I just may segue quickly, Ryan gets really offended and I and like it's inappropriate. And I'm like, no, it's not the same. <laughs> and I keep having to explain to him that like you're you guys are all walking around with your dicks just hanging out. It's just we wear pants. People yep. wear pants like people. Dick we holders. cover we cover our genitals. Yeah. So like technically humans are worse. But anyway, that was just a side story. Little animal planet fiction for you. You're saying we're worse because don't more retract to our body when we're resting states well if you think about it people get so offended if like a dog's penis is out or like a penis yeah. is out but Everybody then again technically shocked. humans would be just like constantly like if 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 we didn't wear clothes mm-hmm. you guys would be dick forward the first the well, closest yes. thing to us at all times unless you have well, unless not i'm very seated well and i made like <laughs> legs in front of me or whatever or you know, I got yeah, my like arms extended in front of me, you know, like, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, a yeah. question. Do you think, do you think that, because, you know, assuming that clothes started with like, do you think clothes started as a blanket to keep us warm? Or do you think it was like all of us, like, you know, not in the end, but like early human, humanoid man, humanoid human, we're evolving, we're standing upright. And then do you think somebody was like, whoa, Seth, like, you got to cover that. I think it would have just, I personally, I think replacement fur as we lose fur, we would start putting stuff on us. We, we presumably were much hairier at one point. And because what I'm thinking is the sun is the, you know, so early people are going to have to figure out some way of dealing with the sun. And I surprisingly, I think that would be the thing that might drive them. But outside of that, though, blankets. Yes, I, never, I think it turned into blankets that you covered. I absolutely but. never thought about this before. But a lot of evolution is like one thing happens that doesn't really make a change, like that doesn't affect it and mm-hmm. like is like a sleeper change. And then a second step happens that makes the first change. So I've never thought about this before. I don't know if we will ever know the answer because like I don't even know if Google knows. But what if? I, I usually find that like the reason we did something was because we didn't need it anymore. Like we lose things because mm. we don't need it. So maybe we started wearing clothes before. before I did always think we, mm. yeah, I always thought we lost the hair and then wore clothes to compensate. But what if we started like decorating ourselves and then didn't need the hair anymore? It's interesting. Interesting. I need to learn a lot more because I have heard a lot of interesting theories. Now this was a while ago, so I don't know if it's been proven i did not mean to uncover this box of deep thought where what happened where did clothing come from oh yes so they they had said that they they thought that humans they were like always wondering how we stood upright and when we were like mostly nomadic traveling around like gorilla chimpanzee style there was a settlement of us that were chilling by water because they found a lot of like high protein so we started fishing a lot and that helped our brains progress. Like that was exactly the kind of nutrients we needed to grow bigger brains. But as we were in water fishing a lot, it became easier and easier to be standing. 
because like it's of the way your, your muscles are. So they, they talked a bit about that. So we're like standing up and then we're standing. And what if we were like, Whoa, I got to start. Like maybe the water took our hair. Whoa. Okay. I think you're onto something here, Heather. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is science. Yeah. Yeah, this is like actual or hairy. Oh yeah, Ben's or, looking it up. Everyone, yeah, I'm is, looking is it up any, right now. Is there an actual listener that knows this? Like, have we hit a big enough listening demographic that there's somebody that's like a, uh, what what field is this? Like an evo a biological evolutionist or like a, uh, historian? Okay, here we go. All right. Science. One popular idea that has gone in and out of favor since it was proposed is called the aquatic ape theory. The yes. hypothesis suggests that human ancestors lived on the savannas of Africa, gathering and hunting prey. But during the dry season, they would move to oases and lakesides and wade into shallow waters to collect aquatic tubers, shellfish, or other food sources. The hypothesis suggests that since hair is not a very good insulator in water, our species lost our fur and developed a layer of fat. The hypothesis even suggests that we might have developed bipedalism, bipedalism due to its advantages when wading into shallow water. Uh, but this idea, which has been around for decades, hasn't received much support from the fossil record. Oh, and isn't taken seriously by most researchers. Well, this is interesting. So what does the fossil record say? Because I gotta, I gotta know. It makes sense to me. Well, I guess we just were standing not near water then. So, so a, a more widely theory, human ancestors, cool, shady forests into it developed a new method of thermal regulation. Losing all that fur made it possible for hominins to hunt during the day in the hot grasslands without overheating. An increase in sweat glands made many more than other primates, also kept early humans on the cool side. The development of fire and clothing meant that humans could keep cool during the day and cozy up at night. Interesting. So I Makes definitely sense. think we lost the fur first. Yes, that does make a lot more sense than just having to cover your wieners. So you're covering your stuff too. It's a lot of wiener talk over there for someone that is also basically doing the same thing, just with a different set of genitals. That is true. But ours are nicely tucked away. They're less well, whatever. visually threatening. Well, They're whatever. confusing well, and mysterious. True. <laughs> yeah. Very They're, true. You hear this shit? Okay, while well, we're talking about vaginas, okay? Which yeah. it's hilarious earlier that you couldn't say vagina when talking about where Bo came out of. Oh, uh, my but You're an adult woman, Heather. Uh, <laughs> I guess it is but a dog's I get it. vagina. I get, get it. I get it. <laughs> you don't want to say vagina. Uh, this is an interesting thing uh, that recently came out, and I don't know if you're up on it or if it's even recent. I don't know. But I have heard recently, you're familiar with the G-spot? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I yes. am. A lot of people aren't. <laughs> so the G-spot, which we're all familiar with in terms of a location, uh, you know, inside the vagina, towards the front, little spongy bit. Anyway. <laughs> up and around. Yeah, at you know okay, oh yeah so come here quickly we got quickly. the location uh, so we've got the location but there's been some curiosity in the past as to what it is like what is it why does that work why is that a feeling it is actually another part of the clitoris 
Okay, but then why like, do? You, okay, okay. It's like the back inside part of the clitoris. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't even. I mean, I guess based on location, mm -hmm. it it makes sense that it's the back door, but not to be confused with <laughs> the other back, back door. door. Yeah, it's that's the, the like the literal back door. More like the, not yeah, the not literal the, back door. Yeah, yeah, the literal back door. The back door has more. Well, no, you can go in and out the back door. I don't want to discourage <laughs> anyone. Now I'm. Yeah, thinking, oh, no, go I for don't, it. Go there's for not it. anyway. Get after that. All right, so that's interesting. So people are learning a lot of Anatomy, things on this. Episode. A lot of stuff about the human body this episode, and, and we took it old school. We talked yes. about retro stuff. I actually had an old school topic for us to cover today. Oh, good. Uh, yes. Back to a topic. Now, what we should offer as well, though, in the podcast is like bonus points for anyone that can connect how we start a conversation to how we end it. Oh, yeah. Like they if they can follow along the different linking things that get to a well, this one, actually, I feel like it does make sense because we oh, have good. been talking about the past. And I've often thought to myself that I have I have fun stories from when I was in high school. So when I was in high school, I lived in a very isolated area, very small yes. town. So as a result, I have had kind of silly times, oddly silly. Like I feel like other people have had far darker experiences. I think there's a value to talking about sort of silly times and the joy that you experienced in those kind of silly times where nothing really bad happened. Uh, I'm curious if you have a, a story like that that you maybe want to share with uh, with viewers. All right. I do have silly times. I think I grew up in, it was sillier. I mean, there, like, you know, I had a lot of childhood trauma, but there were also mm -hmm. a large portion, mostly having to do with theater, doing that kind of yeah. thing that were sillier, like a lot of... Um, hiding from cars so i didn't grow up in a small hiding small from town cars. Okay. but i did grow up in a simple enough time that there was a lot of spy and espionage things and part of what we would do is stand out in the middle of the street like and it was this sometimes in the suburbs worked best at my dad's who was um on like a more country road but you would stand mm -hmm. in the middle of the street and you might think, oh, they're hoodlums. But no, no, no. As soon as you saw a car headlight, you do this at night. It was a very stupid game. But as soon as you saw a car turn onto the road, so they probably didn't even right. see you, you had to run and hide. So the, the oh. car would drive by <laughs> and not see you. Um, gotcha. And this was fun. And we would do this for right. hours. But now thinking about it, it doesn't seem like because we weren't drunk and we weren't high mm -hmm. and we didn't damage anything and we didn't want to bother the drivers like we didn't throw anything at the cars. We were never jumping out at the cars to scare them. It was just they didn't see you even close. Right. Right. You were never as if they didn't look down the street right at the moment that their headlights hit the street, they likely didn't notice that y'all were there yeah. and that and they were very scattered far. into the bushes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm curious your if you have a story that that thought this cuz you were from a small town. I'm from a very small town and uh it resulted in not having access to a lot of things like drugs or alcohol. So a lot of the things similarly I have stories where in it's not 
I was sober. I was very sober when it happened. Um, one of the things I'm thinking of right now is um, this one time, and that's it's kind of unique. I had human shit thrown at me by a friend. Oh, by a friend? By a friend, yes. That's not a good friend. Well, he he was. It's just not in that moment. Uh, he was kind of a mean friend at that point. So I'll I'll use a a different name for him so that he's not shamed by this. Uh, but uh, so my friend, uh, let's call him Bill. Because I didn't grow up with anyone named Bill. Uh, I'm going to write it down so I don't slip. My friend Bill uh, and the rest of my crew, uh, were, we were all going down to the lake. And we were going to hang out at the lake. Uh, my buddy had, his family had a trailer on the lake, but also a really nice dock. Like a extensive, like professional grade dock. They spent their money on that dock. Trailer not so much, that's just a place to put your head down. But that dock was choice. Uh, also didn't really have any running water uh, or, and we ended up cooking things on like an open fire all over like a barrel. Like, so these are important things uh, for later, uh, for later on in the story. So as we're traveling up there, we're all piled into my buddy Bill's Buick LeSabre uh, headed to cottage and we get there. And on the way up, the conversation turns to taking a shit in a lake. I of course, okay. feeling like I'm I'm going to be in the right here, I say, hey, I don't think that's what you should do. I don't think you should take a shit in the lake. I think you should wait until you're out of the lake and use the proper bathroom facilities. And I was shouted down. Uh, they started talking excitedly about the comfort and joy that comes with what they called an aqua dump, taking a poop while you're floating along in the water. And this idea that you would do it and then you just kind of drift away and it drifts away from you and it's natural and you don't need to do anything else because, you know, the water and just cleansing as it happens. So, you know, okay. to a degree, somewhat an intoxicating uh, description. So, yes, but I, it sounds I, lovely. Yeah, I, I didn't see it at the time. Uh, so I was pretty. Expl like I was very communicative around how much of a bad idea I thought it was for them to take shit in the lake. So we go to my buddy's cottage and we all jump out into the lake and we're having a, a great old time, uh, you know, swimming around, frolicking. We're all dudes. No one has access to weed or alcohol. So we're dudes. all just, we're sober dudes, just chilling around. We all love wrestling and video games and bullshit. And we're going to eat pizza and drink Mountain Dew later. Anyway, so we're all, you know, running around, swimming, playing grab ass, horsing around on the, doing all the dude things. And then my buddy, my buddy Bill. Dudes are so weird. So you guys weird. are so and weird. Teenage dudes And presumably, so presumably the straight males are are the weirdest of them all. Well, that's lie. what we chose to get up to. Uh, not, yeah. not a woman in the preceding or surrounding 300, 400 meters. Yeah, definitely a lot of ass grabbing. Uh, people got hit in the balls. A lot as a joke, right? Of course. Uh, so yeah, like classic, classic teen dude stuff. Anyway, so we're there, so and weird. he swims out, and he handle the scandal. Like he's taking current, so we kind of figure, hey, that's okay. He's going to do it, but I'm still pissed off. He's doing it, so I start shouting at him from the dock. That's disgusting. 
stop doing it. Ew, you shouldn't be doing that. Stop doing what you're doing. That set Bill off because Bill turns around and scoops a little bit of the floating poop into oh. his hand and throws it towards me standing on the dock. So wait, did it did it hit you? So I got the, the image of the poop no. flying through the air. So it flew through the air and it didn't hit me and but it landed on the dock. And oh. so I'm looking at a poop and it's on the dock. I'm like, oh gross. And I run off the dock in opposite direction where the poop is. And as I'm swimming out towards the deep water, Bill's swimming back towards the dock. And so I kind of, you know, I swim around him. So I'm not anywhere near him because he just, you know, he's taking shits in here. Uh, and he gets up on the dock and sees me out in the water, scoops it up oh. off of the dock and hucks it again towards me again. And I'm out in the water waiting, like waiting, treading water. So I see the poop go up into the air and it breaks apart into like a hundred little poop pieces. Oh, no. So then I decide there's no option. I go underwater because I just there's no way I can avoid all of these little pieces. So I'm swimming under the water like. And I look up and I can see like things hitting the surface, little poops hitting the oh, surface. No. <laughs> so I just keep going and keep going. Eventually, and by the time I got to the duck, my friend whose cottage it was, it wasn't Bill's cottage, uh, parents' cottage, it was uh, friends, uh, had, <laughs> had trapped Bill under the dock and was pretty pissed off uh, that yeah. there had been shit on his dock. Uh, but yeah, I that is the time that I had <laughs> human me and uh also we didn't have soap so when uh, bill ate barbecued pizza later on he just was kind of washing it with all the you know whatever he could with like the lake water that he took lake, wow, water, lake water that he took a shit in <laughs> wow i you know what this has never really come up i am thinking two things came to mind instantly one that it was very solid that like it, i i wasn't sure oh, if human fibrous, would hold its yes. form I, it, honestly much. it took two throws before it broke apart i learned something there and but it was probably just whatever he was eating and then the other thing is i instantly was trying to think back on what i learned cuz when i was doing the off grid van life stuff i learned a lot about what you could and couldn't put into the environment like i had gray water so a lot of it was right, like right is it okay to dump my gray water? And the general consensus is that if it's like eco-friendly and not just like commercialized eco-friendly, if it's actually okay to be in the environment, including like um, human waste, like dish, dish, like food, little bits of food particles from your like mm. kitchen sink into a gray water, you have to be a certain distance from a water source so that it actually can absorb into the ground. And I know for like human waste, apparently, because there's a lot of debate, like, well, a bear sits in the woods and like animals poop on the ground. But humans, apparently, probably because of what we put into our body, usually it needs right. to be buried right. so that it can like properly decompose. So I the like the environmentalist in me is like, I don't think you should shit in the lake. Like if you can't wear sunscreen, but then again, if you ate only organic food, 
maybe you oh, could. No way. I think it's pretty clear you shouldn't. Because uh, how many cottages have outhouses that are nowhere near the actual lake? Why that wouldn't there true. just be outhouses just over docks? And you're like just pounding, I guess. Where, I guess, yeah. A lot of old castles drop. that had like, Gosh. yeah. Yes. It's like that one part of the one part of the castle that you truly, didn't walk around. Truly it merit. And yeah, oh, that's... just to wrap it up, uh Bill uh came a police officer. So you oh, never know. So now everybody know. that knows your friends is you gonna know. know. Yeah. Where... I'm not being terribly specific, but if someone listens to this, they can probably figure out I did not hang out with a ton of dudes. Well, and... they were probably all there. Yeah, yeah, true. See, yes. Funny thing, I have I personally, surprise, surprise, I don't have issue. I have not personally had a bad experience with a police officer. I've been fortunate. I also don't break the law. I also am of a selection of people that doesn't need to be inherently wary of that. So I am mm -hmm. I am mm -hmm. accepting Same that. Here. But yeah. some of the police officers that I, people, I don't actually really know any police officers personally, but pe a lot of people that were like hoodlums, do become police officers one of the most racist horrible like party people that i met in a hostel australian <laughs> um okay. he was a police officer and i met him on vacation and he got so drunk and spouted horribly racist things and then spent the night throwing up in the sink in Ooh. the like the open concept sink in the hostel room and i was like that's the police officer in australia so that's my uh very bias opinion of no uh, honestly i've had varying experiences i'm also kind of aided by the exact same thing you are if not even a little bit more because i'm a giant white man like by most standards i'm larger than average and a white man that is in his late 30s and i i both don't look like a threat and i'm what people have coded in their mind as like a boss uh as far as cops are concerned so like they they generally keep me away i've i've known a couple decent like really awesome cops uh and i've been lucky that i've never really known personally any kind of bad cops but then i have seen a lot of things that I don't like from cops. I don't know. Yeah. Like, that's, so that's, that's a, that's a tough one. Yeah. I think an overall concept is, is that I feel like in the career you get a really interesting mix. And again, I'm sure in the U S and Canada, it's a bit different. Uh, and then the UK, they don't even carry guns, but I think it's an interesting mix of people that genuinely want to make the world a better place Mm -hmm. And people that want power and authority. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I I think it's like, that's where it comes from, where like, yeah, it is very easy to abuse that authority. I feel like you get a lot of like dick people and jerks that are like very, oh, met, yeah, like mindfully yeah. small people, like small, petty people petty, petty. that want this. Yeah, like that just want this to be a way to justify themselves. And then you, but you do get people that are trying to help and again well, I, most of my like i'm i'm sorry to cut you off i'm from yeah, toronto no, no. so we have they have a fairly multicultural police force in that small bubble of mm -hmm. the world so i feel like that influenced a lot of my relations which i haven't really had any with police officers right on yeah like my 
I think you're really hitting on something there that, you know, because of the nature of the job too, we're kind of discouraged to explore that idea that of course, someone that wants power may for bad reasons get into policing really how like you need to be cognizant that that's something that might be present in the teaching field yeah yeah so um and so it's it, again like i think that's something that we need to look at and related to that it, i saw this thing in the news recently where uh this this mortuary has made a statement that they would no longer be hiring men Okay, that's disturbing. Yes. Being realistic in a weird way. And the reason why they stopped hiring men is because they had multiple bad experiences. Because that field, like teaching, like police officers, there are bad apples that will get into that field that you do unfortunately need to be vigilant about. Because it's a natural, you know, it's it's not the nice side of nature, but it's it's like what would a predator do in this scenario, right? What would someone do that is existing inside the scope of human or like societal norms or societal like morals? So, like, yes, I 100% agree. There there has to be police officers that are in it for the wrong reasons. There unfortunately have to be teachers and leaders in the community that are in it for the wrong reasons. And there are funeral directors, morticians, uh, coroners that are in it for the wrong reasons, that they want access to something that they couldn't otherwise have access to. And it's, it's an unfortunate, terrible side of humanity, but it's absolutely part of it. And like, that's, uh, like, that's weirdly part of a functioning society. So it's always so weird when we talk about this thing, just to circle back to the police thing. Well, we talk about the thing with the police, because there's, they need to maintain that power. Like, that's part of it. The power is a, the part, of it, if you will. Uh, to a degree, and for the bad act, absolutely, that's the point of it. So there's going to be this resistance towards any kind of criticism or even supposition, if you will, uh, that there are bad actors in there. That would undermine power. It's it's that's really crazy. interesting. It's, yeah, yeah, it is because it's it's like you want to have the ideal thing, but then as soon as people get a chance or they see that taste of it. It comes out because it, it really should be more of a you're there to protect, you're there to serve. I mean, I think, you know, I don't even want to get into it because I'm not educated that much in this, but it would be nice to see more of a a rehabilitation, um, like therapy, a lot more psychological training for officers. Like, how do you handle something oh, uh, yes. with mind to mind? And then I do, I, I am obviously not the kind of, I'm not a sheep. I'm not the kind of person that likes to bow down to authority or society arbitrarily. But I do believe that the best thing to do is to just treat that person with a certain level of respect. And, mm -hmm. and if you have to go back and file after, if you like, if you have to go down to the station and talk to somebody, that's what they would say, actually, in, in Mexico, that's just what I know, like traveling to Mexico, everybody's like, look out for the corrupt cops. I didn't meet any corrupt cops. But the the advice is always just when they say, oh, we're going to bring you down and arrest you, just say, okay. Because eventually okay. you're going to hit somebody where the paperwork has to line up. 
Mm. And I know that again, very easy for us to say and for me to have this sure. opinion. Yep. But I I do Same. I think there is a face value level of just in general, if you know like not even with police, if you're handling yourself correctly, mm. you shouldn't have an issue with them. And if you're mm-hmm. handling yourself correctly and they want to cross that line and be inappropriate and cross their own line, I mean, maybe this is naive, but eventually it'll catch up to them. And so you're probably safer in a station with other, you know, I mean, I, again, I feel like I'm out of my depth because then there's uh, yeah, just I, assholes. I, there's yeah, just, I, I don't know that such we... horrible things. Like, and I think it's a little different too in Canada because the paperwork is not going to be a holdover. I, if anyone's listening around this sort of thing, and it, like, just as a reminder, uh, do not offer any information that you might think is irrelevant, you know, relevant or irrelevant to the police if you're uncomfortable doing so, or you think in some way mm-hmm. uh, that it might be twisted. Um, a lot of the time, you know, their job is to try to make connections. Uh, to, you know, from point A to point B, and they're looking for those connections. So, you know, uh, assuming you didn't do anything wrong, the more you talk, the more weird stuff maybe you say that they try to then, again, this is a very pessimistic way of looking at it. And I don't know any police officers that are terrible dickheads, but I think we've all seen the news and people are going to get into bad situations. (laughs) Don't do whatever I do. Uh, no, but I, yeah, and don't throw poop, don't do that. Yes, that's if anything, yeah, what is like? We we learned that you did not have a puppy mill, yeah, we did not have a puppy, we saved puppies, saved a lot of puppies. 26 were born there, but many more were saved, uh, I assume. And then, yeah, it's neat that you've had so many. Uh, what else we talked about? Pepsi, where's my jet? I have to check that out. Yeah, I've everyone had... should check that out. See if yeah. he gets the jet or not. Uh, Florida might be partially underwater in like 30 years. I looked it up while we were talking. Uh, they're oh, saying God. 30 years, uh, sea's going to rise by some estimates, 31 inches. Um, so stuff like Where are we Beach. supposed to retire to? I'll be like in I, my 60s. Slight, well, the newly uh beachfront property of central florida oh uh, yes and yes. The, the midwest so just, yes maybe we maybe i wonder if there's already a weird like cottage industry of people looking at where they think global warming is going to go and are they buying up the new coastline that is i know that's grim. scary and dark and depressing but but accurate yeah this is the next thing we'll have a realtor on and be like so are you doing this uh I think this was a very interesting episode, all in all. I think we touched on a lot of stuff. We did. Well, I'm always, for anyone listening, Ben and I are always sort of wondering, should we have segments? Should we have topics? But then also we just go with it a lot. And I think that it's very indicative of like really hanging out with friends. Very rarely do you're like, Mm. hey, buddies, let's hang out, but let's cover these topics. Um, Yes. And I'm curious to, to hear what you all think about that yeah i like to a degree we did have i very purposely brought up uh little wild stories from high school that was a segment i think that counts i think that was a segment that was a question and it was high school is different also nowadays high school is like i'm on i'm on the instagram i'm on the tiktok and like we're doing mdma 
and we're I'm so like glad pouring ourselves around. I could not wear myself shirts. to save my life. Yeah. I wouldn't wear a tiny shirt. I went to a Catholic school. Like it was, oh, yeah. I knew, I heard about one person having sex, not even two people. I heard about one person having sex. I'm okay? pretty sure like, they it was... all have sex in middle school. And actually Ooh. I will say, I think men crop tops, I was not for, I was like, that's weird. I don't know. But I did see Shane on uh on the perfect match a lot of the people in perfect match were wearing their oh, little man yeah. crop tops oh, and i was like you, you know what it, okay flaunt it i would i, I think you it's know. better on dad bods okay well I, i'm gonna tighten up the abs and then yeah definitely bringing in the crop top for the summer i'm already going <laughs> tank top and it's april whatever enjoy it until the snow next week but yes. anyway, everybody thanks for listening make sure thanks, to everybody. follow uh myself and Ben, follow Ben on Instagram. And actually, yeah. uh, Mr. Ryan says that you should really lean. He's always trying to get you to be on Twitter more because he just loves your tweets. Oh, fantastic. I Yeah, follow me on Twitter, uh, at Ben Ball Tweets. And yeah, um, follow me on Instagram. It would be nice to outpace all the, I think, Russian uh, sex, not traffickers, oh. but like fake Instagram accounts that keep adding me uh oh, let's yeah. let's get Big those spam. outpaced yeah Big spam yeah, on yeah. instagram we but can I cover want, that i, I get a lot of she in oh yeah yeah everybody so follow ben yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben ball i mean yeah, you can follow growing wild heather too it's a different follow vibe but still the same vibe uh follow chunky very peanut butter. similar vibe for ben from chunky peanut butter. yeah, yeah follow very similar, chunky similar peanut vibe. uh and follow the podcast because we're we're like yep. 50 listens no sorry <laughs> dyslexia strikes 150 ish listens away from a thousand listens Ooh, of nice. all time that so, is amazing so that's let's what we get gotta there do. and, and, how, and they're gonna that, get there by telling two friends right tell yes, two friends tell two friends to tell two friends about the podcast. uh yeah talk about where people came from talk about our spiffy yeah. evolution to close talk about penises sure. tell people talk about, about the clitoris yeah. tell them <laughs> it's about important. that that's interesting yeah. and relevant for like a lot of our listeners. I don't want to yeah. say it's a clean 75%, but like, like probably relevant to. It doesn't hurt a, to know a lot. And don't poop in rivers or streams or like don't poop in a pond ever. Don't poop in if like standing poop? water. Rivers yeah. and streams are ideal if you have to poop in yeah. water, but like standing water, like a lake. Oh, like bad. a little bidet, like a little mild oh, rapids? sure, yeah. Okay, I could see that. I could see that. Oh, yeah. Um, Major's bidet. That's the rapids. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so on a very classy note, emphasis on the ass, uh, we will see you all next week. Do you want to say bye, Ben? Oh, bye, everybody. Have a great week. <laughs> <laughs>